What could you be the best critic of? Movies. Makeup. Uh... Vibes. Are you the best critic no, of makeup? No, and I don't like my answer. <laughs> Wait, why are you not? I just, I'm like, not. I don't know. I don't think I would be the best critic of makeup because I like just do enough to get by. <laughs> I don't know. You think you're a good movie critic? Yeah, I think so. Mm. What classifies as a good movie? What, what's the criteria you're looking at? Um, I'm looking at, uh, I guess, the script, the shots. Um, and then it ba- I like give critiques based on the type of person I'm telling the movie to. So it's very tailored, right? You cater it, your critique to the person you're describing the For movie sure. to? For sure, yeah. Okay. Wait, why wouldn't... like? That's smart though. Because you have to. You, yeah, you no, no, do have wait, to. Does that mean you change your critique or does that mean that he you like... He explains it differently for each like, person. Like so you point out different things. Yeah, so like that they if care Amber about. asks... Is this a good movie? Uh, I'm going to be like, this is not a good movie for you. <laughs> you always do that. And I love that because you'll be like, or you'll say like, oh, you might like it because you like, and you'll name like a specific thing that you know that I'm into. Yeah. And like, no, right away. That yeah. that's so that. like my critiques are very tailored mm. to the person that I'm telling them to. See, I don't do that because I want, like, if I think something is good uh, and like it deserves the attention then I want like everybody to check it out and not be like in a box. Yeah, but sometimes I like I can't keep up when you're really hype about something. Well, mainstream, I think that's a really good idea what Shamir does. Like for example, if it's like mm-hmm. Fast and Furious or something, then you could be like, that's an easy one because you're not watching it. I think you watch movies on a different level too, right? Like how do you watch them, Shamir? Are you going with every movie like to critique it or are you like oh this one's like a just a fun movie so it's well yeah it just depends on the movie like mm. i'm never going in there to critique something unless mm. it's highly rated right. right and i know nothing about the movie then i'm going to be like okay i want to see why this movie is what about oscar movies yeah oscar like, movies nominated. definitely like i'll be yeah. like why is this good and right. then i'll be like okay let me look into it oh it's well written but it was kind of slow and boring so you're like, like looking for stuff then at that point yeah at that point but most movie most movies i'll just watch to like see how it is and then Uh, give the rating based on what they're made for like comedy movies they're not like super well written or the story but like I'm like oh did that make me laugh okay is this type of movie that this person would laugh at then yeah Hmm. that's true Um, I was gonna say like like rooms but then I just went with vibes cause rooms like with people filled in them or like a bedroom Uh, what do you mean like like, design yeah kind of but it's not always about design. Sometimes it's about what makes this room, um, what gives it character, mm-hmm. similar to a person. Yeah. You know, it's not always about does this fit aesthetically. Sometimes it's, you know, uh, just a room that not everything is there or things are in a weird place or stuff, but like the feeling of the room or like the... um the vibe that it gives off. Okay. But so then in general, I think vibes when it comes to all like types of places, people, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how you just get like an instinct like, yeah. this is a good vibe. Yeah. Or like uh, something is fishy here. Yeah. I feel I like. Would, I would I'm, agree with your second part, not your first part. Because 
Like just yesterday, I saw my cousin who has the biggest personality, right? Mm -hmm. She's like full of energy, is like super bright and energetic. And I walk into her room, she has the most dull room, has nothing on her walls. Like it was just very like not her. But then- No, 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 but that's interesting though. But it was because that's her whole family. Like it doesn't decorate the house. Oh, so it wasn't her choice. It's like- she didn't know better. Mm-hmm. Like it, she didn't have like the tools or the way to do it, but her personality you would never like associate with her room. Yeah, but not everybody like decorating a room doesn't, the way you decorate it doesn't necessarily mean that's your personality. That could that's just true. mean like what you find appealing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just scroll through Instagram and they're like, oh, I want this mm-hmm. exact thing. And it might not have anything to do with who they are as a person. Yeah. Um. It's just about creating an environment that sometimes you create an environment that you thrive in Mm -hmm. and you trick yourself. Like people paint a certain wall green because green is supposed to be inspiring like to Mm -hmm. your mind or something like that. Like colors play a big role in that kind of stuff. Which, what do you guys think that I'd be a good critique of? Because I don't like the idea of critique. So I'm super uncomfortable by this question. Like, I don't like the idea of critiquing something or someone. Remember on the last podcast, critique is not always a bad thing. <laughs> Should we bring Max back? <laughs> oh, right, right. Um, Anything off the top of your head, no pressure. Yeah, I'm trying to think like what, you, what you're picky about more yeah. so than like... Maybe like a social event. That's uh, Well, he already said vibes, Friends. so then I felt bad. Well, well, like no, like how a social event's running and like, is it smooth? Oh, yeah. Or like the you know, like what's going on? Like, is it a dull moment? And yeah, so that's that. true because I will pick it apart only because I know what it takes to run a good event. Yeah, mm. that's, that's what I said. I appreciate that one. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for tuning in to an episode <laughs> of Strange Flavors. My name is Shamir. I'm fun vibes for us. My name is Amber. And this is the strangest and greatest podcast in the game. This is brought to you by Theory, And you can email us or send us your music at strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. And you can get this dope Strange Flavors merch at strangeflavors.store. And if you'd like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, there is a link down below and you could be part of Strange Flavors Town. Strange <gasps> Flavors Town includes Barber's Bagels, Cassie's Cupcakes, Air Hugs, Icy's, Free Hugs, Flaffles, Uslam's Apples, oh. and Shamil's Shawarmas. <sighs> no, he took a breath in the middle. He does that incredible. I know. Lee. And he doesn't even look at the board. Well, he looks at his phone. Yeah. <laughs> Is it your goal to try to get it out in one breath? No, nah, just like the best flow. Well, so, he also has to figure out a way to not mess them all up every time because he's still saying them wrong. I think you said ear his apples. See, the best critique is Amber's uh, memory. <laughs> <laughs> With the Michael Phelps lungs over there. You guys hear about that girl, Shakari? Uh, mm-hmm. What's her last name? Shakari, the the girl who was I trying out Shikari. for the- I Shakari. I could be wrong. Shakari Richardson. Mm. She was um, trying out for the Olympics and then because mm-hmm. she smoked uh, weed during oh, a devastating she, she time. Got, what? Um, she was- she, She's not allowed to participate in the Olympics. She got suspended. Um, I think she still gets to uh, make a certain- um, one of the runs, mm-hmm. uh, which was like reduced down, but like there was a huge debate that kind of sparked from her, um, you know, the, well, the Olympics in general and, and sports and stuff like uh, weed being legal in many parts of the country and the state that she smoked it in, right. Oregon. Yeah. Wait, is the Olympics going to happen? Where's the Olympics happening? Summer Olympics, uh, Tokyo, I believe. Okay. Is it illegal there? 
Is that the reason why? No, it's like the Olympics. No, no, no. Rules. That's yeah. That's uh. You can't test positive for drugs. Any drug. Yeah, like so. It's not this the- girl also in the Olympics. Like, uh, she tested positive for steroids, and she said it was because she ate like like some sort of like pork burrito that had steroids in it and she got away with it. Pork Damn. burrito? Like, like the night before or something. And I was like, wait, so she gets away with that, but not her? Well, but- the, the main thing is, is also like, it's not a performance enhancing drug. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also just like, it has been this taboo for a long time uh, where you could, for example, being of age, drink, um, alcohol on a weekend or something like that and then, you know, have it clear out of your system and then go and try out and whatever. Mm-hmm. But with marijuana, the it rules lingers, are different, yeah. although across the nation we are slowly legalizing it. So it's a weird thing, but... You know what's really crazy about these things? Like, you know, like this is one of those topics that like everybody knows about, right? Like mm-hmm. everybody's heard about this thing. And whenever these happen, it's really interesting to see the conversations online and sometimes how certain people who have no idea about the topic will really lean in heavy. And for example, this story, right? There was this uh, girl on Twitter who got torn apart for this, but she was like, you know, she has clear and obvious signs of drug abuse because common drug abuse side effects are really strong hair and really strong nails, right? And then she posted a picture of this woman. I don't know the historical context, but I guess she claimed she did drugs. The comments said she did not. But she posted a picture with a lady who had acrylic nails on. So fake nails and then trying to prove her point. She wears a wig and she wears acrylic nails and she wears false lashes. So while she runs, while she runs, so her being like, oh, yeah, like it was a clear sign that she was doing drugs because she has strong hair and nails like, no, they're fake. They're fake. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) It is crazy because I think, you know, why everyone knows about this topic is that it was such a roller coaster, right? First, you see everyone's rooting for her because you're like man, like this girl is so fast and she has all this stuff on Mm -hmm. and she's very outspoken and confident Mm -hmm. and it's cool to see that. And then next thing you know, she's being booted. Mm -hmm. Um, And then- Because that first went viral. And then after that, you're like, wait, no, we were rooting for you. Right. And uh, you know, the thing is like, um, I I totally agree with the sentiment that like, it is weird uh, that- we have this, if anything, like you want to smoke weed and and go run, like it'll slow you down, like, you know, Mm -hmm. give it a shot, whatever. Um, But what sucks and what the truth is, is that like, it is a rule. Mm -hmm. And although she was going through what she was Mm -hmm. going through with, um, you know, her- A reporter told her live that her mother had like passed away. Oh, was it live? That's what she, they said it was a reporter who let her know. Oh, dang. That her mother had passed and she had smoked weed as a like result of that. coping? Yeah. I saw, I saw the, um, them asking about it and stuff and she was like crying and talking about it. But, um, yeah, she, I mean, she did do that knowing that, you know, she had a huge sort of opportunity Mm -hmm. and this position. And so, you know, when it comes to taking responsibility, I think like 100% that, yeah. She shouldn't have done it. And she knows that. Like she said that. She she, she, she actually took a huge amount of the responsibility on. She was like, right. 
I did something wrong and I know it was wrong. So I understand if I can't compete, but I hope that you guys all understand that I'm human. And just like you, like I mess up sometimes I'm human, but I just run a little faster. That's what she said. (laughs) Yeah. I saw this uh, comment. Um, It was like, how is weed illegal when they're skateboarding now in the Olympics? And pretty much like every skateboarder openly, like a lot of us, that's the point. Weed. So <laughs> everyone was like, yeah, this is hilarious. What the heck? But That's interesting. I think the UFC is actually um, uh, banning that rule, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, it also like, I feel like it should have like some sort of context because there is medicinal uses for marijuana now, right? Like there's I, like, I don't like to use the THC aspect, but I still use... Um, CBD. And for example, I was on my lady days not too long ago and I straight up used so much CBD and that was the only way that I was finding relief. And I had to ingest the CBD in order for me to relieve pain. And like that, I'm sure still is positive if I was to take a drug test. Yeah. It's interesting with like different, what different things do to your body in general too. And you could, you know, like, um, use coffee as something or just like the Mm -hmm. different sort of um, proteins and you yeah, know, different supplements do different things. Different supplements. Um, shout out G Fuel. You'll see why. Yeah. <laughs> in this episode. Um, yeah, I, I see that the Nevada Commission approved the new rules, so the UFC won't punish fighters for mm-hmm. marijuana use anymore. So Nate Diaz and Sean O'Malley will be really happy about that. But like, there's actual like supplements that you could take that are more per like prof performance enhancing drugs than weed weed is slowing you down fam i know it's a rule it's 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 not like i'm saying that it's wrong that they're doing it i get it it's just like it sucks because we all know that it's not helping her out in any way you know there was this kid on my wrestling team and he used to smoke up before we'd uh have (laughs) matches he was gone he was so lit his eyes are like almost closed basically but he was a monster when he really? smoked weed. Damn. You know, because uh, I think he'd be getting like uh, basically submitted and he would feel nothing and like just keep going. Like his, um, yeah, he just kept going. It was, it was it, like watching a zombie. It was so weird that like he felt nothing. Damn, maybe that's why that's banned. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's what I think of because I just, and I don't know if it's just him as a person. I've never seen him. Not lit. <laughs> well, practices he wasn't and he was always like kind of lazy and complaining and stuff. But when he smoked, I'm telling you, dude, he was like, he was crazy. Well, don't People they have- say that they smoke weed but as a pre-workout. And I'm like, bro, that's. Like, I can't in any world imagine how people smoke as a pre-workout. Don't they have the two different strain type of strains like Indica Indian and Stiva? Stiva. Mm-hmm. So like, isn't one make you more hyper? A body high and a head high. Which one do you want at the gym? A body high is going to make your body lazy. Uh, 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 mental high is going to make you like mentally lazy. Like, like uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking from personal experience, so obviously everybody has different experiences with weed. I'm just saying that like that's not one I would partake in. Sativa is a stimulator drug that is suitable for daytime use. Indica has been considered as a calming and sedative agent. Only Frost needs to read this because everybody else knows. Oh, my bad. <laughs> no, the Indica and Sativa, <laughs> one is a one is a up, one is a low, basically. Yeah, all I remember is that man was... 
killing <laughs> killing dudes on the mats. That's crazy. And we all knew it. And and his and his opponents would be like, dude, this dude's high. Like I'm <laughs> I'm getting second in high while he's destroying me. That's so funny. Um Okay, so uh, as you guys can see, it's the three of us today, me, Shamir, and Amber on the podcast. We did want to announce that uh, Isan, who has been producing the podcast, has officially left. Mm -hmm. There was some conflicts with time and management there. Um, So here we are, us three again. again. Yeah. What's up? At the end of the day, it's always us three. We ready to rock and roll uh, as we were before. I'm going to be in this position for a little bit, so. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? It's okay because, you know, Asan coming on helped us out in so many ways. We improved our set in so many different ways. And I'm really glad that he came and kind of became a part of our little crew for a little yeah. bit. Upgraded our whole ish and uh, here we are. Yeah. With a dope ass show. Yeah. yeah, we definitely want to send a thank you to Asan um, because of like we said, all of the equipment upgrades and everything, he helped us, you know, figure out what was the right things to do, what the right moves to make. Um, he's also been really helpful in uh, doing photography and video for us for this upcoming album. Um, and just overall, you know, helping out behind the scenes uh, with producing this whole thing and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from a technical aspect, just upgrading us. So uh, thank you, Asan. Thank, thank you. you for you know being here during this time and doing as much as you could, and good luck with everything in the future. Yes, we don't panic. We plan for shit to hit the fan and vanish. Yeah. So here we are, and we keep it going. Yeah. Keep it it going. took us a little longer to set up today, trying to figure it all out, but we figured it all out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it looks good, guys. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we're recording everything yeah, right hopefully now. Hopefully it sounds good too. So. If it doesn't, then uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when uh, a week or two ago, I think um, you guys were over my house mm-hmm. um, with another friend of ours. And we were all eating something that Amber recommended, which was something she saw off of TikTok. Yeah. Watermelon and cinnamon. It wasn't a personal recommendation. It was more of a hype try. There are these like, yeah, quote unquote hype tries <laughs> that like, especially being, um, you know, recognized over TikTok. Yeah. And people are just like, oh my God, if you put this and this together, it's so good. And people just want to jump on like and be like, oh my God, like it's a new try. Let's all do it. Remember when it was like the bell pepper? Oh yeah, with- um, Cream cheese, was it? Cream cheese and oh, jalapeno with cream cheese. And then they had the bell pepper as a BLT, except with no bread. Oh, I thought the bell pepper was with peanut butter. That was also one. There was this lady, she was trying it and she was just like, Janelle? Oh my God, it's so, nah, this shit trash. Like she straight up was like, nah, you guys are dumb for the for this trend. I saw um, one That's recent- That's where Bussin' Bussin' came from, right? Because they were like, Janelle, is it Bussin'? And she's like, it's Bussin' Bussin'. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, I think that- No? Came from somewhere else. Okay, I'm making eventually- things up, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. I saw a really disgusting one uh, that has been going viral recently, which is- a snickle, which is a snicker stuffed pickle. Oh, it's <laughs> making me just gag thinking about it. That sounds so good. Can you play this video just so we can see what we're working with here? I how are you gonna so ruin a curious. whole snicker, bro? <laughs> <laughs> 
What is that? <laughs> a cat. Oh. <laughs> okay, Dolly's up in here. Hey guys, welcome back to Yummy or Yucky, where we test food TikTok trends to see if they actually were trying. Today we're making this snickle. This is gonna be an interesting one. First off, take the biggest pickle you can find, cut it in half, and then hollow out each side. After that, you want to oh, go ahead and try to fit so your juicy. Snickers inside, which mine did not. Uh, this is already a yucky just because Hi. it doesn't even fit. But uh, it didn't taste as bad as I thought it would. It's about a 5 out of 10. Like it follow for more. I'm what? glad he rated it a five out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? I definitely say would try that. They all. They. Do you notice the trend is really just at the end of it saying, "Oh, it's not as bad as I thought it would be," or something like that. Well, yeah, because they're like outlandish things. This is the thing. Even the. Um, so what I had you guys trying that day was um, watermelon with cinnamon on it. Mm-hmm. And it was such a unique taste. It was like crazy how it like, you would not think that those two things, like you think that like some cinnamon is by itself, it's not like sh- there's sugar and cinnamon, but like the sweetness from the watermelon like brought it all out, right? But like, this does sound disgusting. I'm not going to lie. You love pickles. But I love pickles. Like, Would you try this? I would try it for sure. Amber. Well, do, let's do it for the vlog. Like I will definitely try it. I want to throw up. It's not even that. Okay, listen, pickles in itself, you sound right? like a little kid. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> pickles by themselves are so juicy and so good and so crunchy. And just imagine some sort of like extra element of crunch. I don't like the chocolate aspect, but we'll get Boy, over. that's the point. That's no, the aspect. caramel is the point. Caramel and the peanut butter is what makes me excited about heck? it. No, there's like certain foods that it just doesn't even, why would you put vinegar on uh, on chocolate, right? So why the question pickle? is why put vinegar why put the cucumber in the vinegar and make it a pickle? Then it's a pickle now, right? You're not gonna wonder why. That's like no, saying but like no, but that, why that's put what I'm saying. That why makes put sense. icing on top of eggs and flour and whatever? No, like you're putting icing on a cake. No, that's very different because I'm saying like there's obviously a very uh, certain part of the palate that you're touching when it comes to, um, you know a chocolate flavored mm-hmm. thing and then a pickle. I think the better aspect of this is just taking the snicker and eating the pickle. That's the better part. What did you eat? Um, the one time like pickles on a, hmm? you ate like fried pickles or what was it? Oh, at the, when I went to Ocean City? Yeah. It was just pickle on a stick. Oh, pickle on a stick. It was like, we were at the, at Ocean City and, you know, like inside like the amusement parks, they have like fair food. <laughs> and I was like, yo, I don't want funnel cake. I don't want any of this stuff. And then just like little on the sign, it said pickle on a stick. And I was like, what do you mean by pickle on a stick? She's like, it's literally a pickle on a stick. And I was like, oh, stop. And I swear it was the most refreshing thing I had on the whole trip. Is that like a top tier snack for you? I honestly don't eat it as much as I should, but like... It's a personality type. There's people that are just obsessed with pickles. I'm not obsessed with pickles, but I don't mind moving in that direction. Like, have you ever seen those uh, bags and they're like pickle juice in it and you can like grab them? Didn't you have those? Uh, They had pickle slices in them, but they were a snack. I did have them, but I'm weird about pickles for sitting a long time. Like I have to buy the pickle and eat it. Like I can't have it sitting in the fridge I mean, a crunchy pickle is good. Sweet pickles, I don't like those. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is a sweet pickle? You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't even want to go in that direction. It's, yeah. I mean, some some restaurants, they give you a sweet pickle instead of like the more sour one. It just, I don't want to bash it because I haven't tried it. I'll but bash I it for you. I feel like there's the whole 
point of the pickle is that it's like savory. Okay, well then don't put it in chocolate. That's the, what I was saying earlier. But that's a little remix, like, you know. Um, <laughs> what I will say is those pickle chips, I think Lay's makes them. Those are good. You ever had those? I don't like pickle flavored things. It. What are you doing? I like pickles. You like, you like the texture of it? Like I like like the juicy crunch. The sliminess? Aspect. A like a, one of those long slices of pickle with a burger is like the best. If you're, yes, that's how I get started on pickles. My mouth is watering. I know, mine too. It's like I had it at Panera one day. They gave me a slice of pickle. I was like, why would they give me a pickle? And then I ate it and I was like, yo, for after that day, I always asked for two pickle spears. Nice. Thanks. Speaking of pickles. Mm-hmm. Do you have a transition? Well, I was going to say like either you could get in a pickle with whatever your mm -hmm. next article is or... Don't get yourself in a pickle. Or don't have a small pickle. Ooh, if that happens that to be That should one be of on this list. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not under anybody's control. So we don't pickle shame. No you pickle don't shame. pickle shame. No pickle shaming on this I'm podcast. pickle shaming. Amber is a pickle shamer. <laughs> she will not eat chips or any anything pickle flavored, but she... We'll eat the pickle itself. Like the aesthetic of it. Okay, what's the what's like the, the aesthetic of it? <laughs> <laughs> what did what did you just say? I like the aesthetic of pickles. Am okay. I wrong? Okay, this is called uh, seven types of bad men and why you keep dating them. But we'll just focus on the seven types. So is who it are like these bad? Seven? Like because I'm bad, I'm bad. Or is it like I think so. wrong, gross? I I think it's like that. Like bad as in like good. No, like bad as in like. You know, there's Michael like, Jackson you know, bad there's is, like certain like, like red flag aspects that are attractive. Yeah. Okay. So like yeah. bad, bad, like wrong. Sure. Okay. Seven things that are bad about men. No. Or seven, seven types, types of, of bad men. Yeah. Seven okay. types of bad men to date. Now they're not bad just generally, but like okay. bad to date. Right. Okay. Sh since Shamir and I are here and you're reading this, I think we should come up with a girl equivalent as well. While sure. We yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that that'd be perfect. Okay. Okay. So the first one is called the flaky F boy. He sends you a bunch of texts. He kind of like blows you up for a little bit. He's like, you know, really on your, uh, what's the equivalent? Um, he's all up in your grill for a while. But then all of a sudden he goes blank. And then he comes back up out the blue, goes ham again. But when it comes time for commitment or showing up or, I don't know, not ghosting, he, I can't, he can't serve. I think this guy is uh, also annoying to his friends. Oh, yeah, like, you know, like flaky dudes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're like, they'll ask a million questions. Yo, where is it? <laughs> Who's gonna be there? <laughs> what are we wearing? And then they don't show up. Well, I don't know because I feel like sometimes the flaky f boys they're like so loyal to their boys. They are so loyal to their boys. That's <laughs> fact. That's fact. But then I mean, they're loyal to their boys, but also still flaky in some aspects. Like yeah. they're loyal, as in like they'll show up to smoke the blunt. But I don't like, think they're loyal to their boys. I think their boys are the only ones that they can hang out with. That's that's also an aspect. I'm sure. I mean, that's okay. probably reason why they're still like you know. But they they will always flex the boys, right? Mm -hmm. On their like gram. They flex the boys. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a group of flaky F boys. Yeah. For sure. But I think that like they all like to, in a group of flaky F boys, I think that they like to perceive them or like show them off to the other boys as being more flaky than they are. And then they turn around and they see all these dudes who are like, actually not F boys and getting engaged and getting married. And they're, they're like, well, I'm sticking to this code. And they're like, they were putting on a show for you this whole time. Congratulations. And then they take a young baddie from 
back in the country. And they're that's like, whoa. Sounds good. That's whoa. Is that accurate? That's so accurate. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, that's don't be that because it's not a good feeling for a girl um, to be thinking that somebody's all about them and then they're just flaky. Like, don't do that. Check the vibe. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one is called the worst roller coaster. This guy changes his mind about you and the relationship all the time. Uh, what started off as pure romantic bliss has turned him into threatening to break up every time you do anything that bothers him. But Dang. I think that those same people who threatened to, bo- to break up, when you actually go through with it, they're like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's stick on to this for a little bit. Well, nobody wants to be broken up with or unwanted. If you do the if you do the breaking up, you have the leverage. Yeah. But the whole the beginning part of it, like the indecisiveness, mm-hmm. that's that's a case by case basis, you know. Like sometimes, uh, you there's there's certain things that are that that are fitting. Yeah. That one person likes, but then there's some things that are like, oh, that's uh. Oh, so you, you're you saying that it might not be his fault because they're just learning more about the person? The more information you have, uh-huh. the easier it is to make a decision. Okay. I, I think that th- I agree with that. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I think in this situation, it's more so like they'll be like, oh, hey, let's do this. Oh, I don't know. I'm kind of busy. I don't have time. Hey, by the way, like I really like you. I really like would like to spend the rest of my life with you. But I don't really see myself having a future right now. Like mm. I think that's the roller coaster. Yeah. So there is a girl equivalent to this. What thing. is it? What's that? I mean, she's never sure. She doesn't know. And she's like, uh, like, I guess like, well, I'll just like someone who leads on Okay, could be that. Okay. I think in both genders, both girl and boy, that like, whoa, that's, hold on. Amber, it is 2021. I'm sorry. Okay. I felt like that was bad as it came out of my mouth. In 734 genders. Okay. Go list them. I think it's perfectly fine to be this person who's unsure of what they want, but you can't then want to like, can't constantly seek relationships when you know that you're unsure. Like mm. I right now will not pursue a relationship because, or like even go on dates at this moment because I know that it's unfair to lead people on, mm. you know? What's the next one? Let's see it. The just kidding. Mansplainer. You know, there's so many people like this. (laughs) Yes. He seems to constantly undercut you, but it's usually framed as a joke. While negging is known as a well-known pickup artist move, it can be more subtle in real life. What he doesn't say make what he says doesn't make you feel good, but if you bring it up, he tells you he's just teasing and you're being way too sensitive. Okay, there there is a like a girl version of this, mm-hmm. and this is the one that says she can take a joke, mm-hmm. but she's really like not good at taking jokes. <laughs> you know, like, the one that says that she can hang, but she can handle it. But then she's like ex- over explaining things, or she's like uh, clearly there's some sort of annoyance, and you're like, ah, uh, that's not the vibe. That's not how this works. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the the just kidding guy. I mean, you could tell when like, um, it, it depends on the chemistry, right? Right. If you have a girl, especially like 
who is very um, not about that. Mm-hmm. Not about making jokes at all. Like um, some people just use the word feminist, but I don't like to disrespect the word feminist. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Um, like you can't make jokes around people like that. And then those guys will be like, oh, it's just a joke. Like, why can't you just take a joke? Yeah. And it like they weren't even joking that much. Yeah. I mean, listen. It's an awkward situation. It's super awkward because typically when I've been involved in these types of situations, the guy has said something that's so like, so like extra in the like not okay zone that when you call him out and he says he's joking, you're like, there's no world that that would be a joke. What jokes don't fly? Like what are, what are big no-no's? I think that um, I think a lot of jokes go right, but mm-hmm. I think statements about race and gender mm-hmm. as a fact don't fly well. Okay. Like, oh, all girls are sensitive, so you have to do this, or like, all Mexicans are like this, <laughs> or like all like uh, brown people are like this. I think anything well, about, you say okay, the statement, so like, and then you call them out, and they're like, oh, well, I was just joking. Well, the, what, what the part Mexican, of that was a joke? Yeah, the Mexican thing reminds me of like. What if someone's like, oh, like she's a Latina, so she is this way, or like, oh, she's brown, she's black, she's white, mm-hmm. like white girls. I feel like that is that fine or no? I feel like if if you present it as a joke, uh-huh. a lot more flies. Okay. But when you say it as a statement of fact, mm-hmm. then it's weird. It depends how cool you are with them too. Yeah. Some dudes roll up and then like just don't even know the person. They're just like making mm-hmm. some bold statements, but but there is another side to this. There are people who are too sensitive. There's this uh, group on Facebook that somebody had me in called Little Brown Diary. It's uh, thousands of girls across the United States of brown girls, oh, right? God. And they like will post <laughs> occasionally like their experiences, relationship issues, um, like in-law issues. No whatever. guys allowed? I, in-law there's, issues. There's no, there's no boys in this group, okay? And so this girl had posted, she was like, um, my boyfriend likes to roast me a lot and it makes me feel really uncomfortable. So like I tell him to stop and he says that I have to learn how to take a joke, but I just like don't like it and whatever. So I commented back and I don't usually. And I was like, well, I mean, it sounds like what you're, she went on in a few paragraphs. So I was like, it sounds like what you're explaining is roasting. Like maybe try reflecting it. And if he can take it back in the same way, then it's cool. But if you do it back and he's upset about it, then it's weird because then it's only one way. And then you have something to be worried about. Yeah. And on that note, like from the last article that you mentioned, uh, the way to, you know, be able to get roasted and take it is by uh, recognizing and and putting your insecurities out there. Yeah. I think those go hand in hand. So if you have nothing to lose uh, and you're confident about yourself, no matter what you know, you might lack or whatever people might make fun of you for, mm-hmm. like, then you'll be able to take jokes easier too. You have to be a certain level of self-aware and be okay with it being brought up, mm-hmm. I guess. Hmm. Well, we have a few more. The very obvious, very, very obvious cheater. <laughs> he has a girlfriend, but either swears he'll break up with her for you or already has. You've heard once a cheater, always a cheater so many times, but you wonder if this time it's not actually relevant. Why'd they put Ross and Rachel on it? I don't know. Did he cheat? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I have seen this play out so many times. I don't, I don't I'm, I'm very uh, lucky to say that I don't know 
any friends like this? Guys that are cheating on their girls? Yeah, because I, I, I can't even put myself in that situation where there's a lot of guys whose friends are straight up cheating. And they're like, tell them about it. They egg them on. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone like that. And well, if, if I did, I would are, freak out. Maybe that's why you don't know them. Because they know that like, oh, if Faraz was to know I was be doing this, he, would, he would not be cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like people I know that they're like, they cheat on their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And then once the girl breaks up with them, they're like obsessed over the girl that they cheated on. It's like, bro, what? Like, this uh, doesn't yes. make sense. Well, why'd you cheat on her if, if you're so obsessed with her? Yo. But like, oh, yo, like I just messed up in the moment. Like, no. Well, it's because she's probably like wifey material and the other ones are what? garden tools. <laughs> oh <my laughs> well, come on. Let's I just, mean, that's okay. Let's say side chicks. Let's not call them by like a terrible name. Side right. chicks is more like it. Side chicks tend to be the more fun, more temporary type of, you know, experience. So guys want that and they lose that in their relationship sometimes. These hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> you know that, <laughs> that kid that sings it? <laughs> well, I was like, why are you singing that Indian accent? Oh, these hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> why does he sing it like that? <laughs> But like, yeah, it, this this also goes for guys that are actually married. That'll be like, oh yeah, like, I'm oh married. no, yeah. But like, me and my wife just like haven't been on the same page recently. So like, you know, I just like I've been so sad, and I've been like this, whatever. And these women start healing. Let's take a break, sweetheart. These side chicks are healing these married men. We need to see other what people. What are you doing? We need to we need to take a break and see other people. If he is not like. A, moved out the house. B, uh, not legally married to them anymore. And C, if he's a baby daddy, just don't go for him. I'm sorry. That was a, that was a strong, this was a strong message. But. I, I don't know any girls like this. I feel like if, for guys, like, it's unfortunately common. Yeah. <laughs> um. For girls, I just feel like she would have to be <laughs> insane. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm pretty crazy. Let me th- see if I've ever had an experience. Well, because like- this, this is what I'm thinking. Like, guys, they will, like I was saying, mm-hmm. egg each other on on this kind of stuff. I don't know if uh, girls would do that, but I feel like oh, girls definitely egg each other for on. cheating. Not for cheating, but uh, so obviously, like rosters, right? Like, oh, like, like, so it would be in the sense that you don't have one specified man by mm. label or title. You have mul- No, like you have, you have multiple guys just kind of around, right? So they're like, oh, like, you know, you have a roster essentially. And your, girls love hyping each other up on the roster. Well, that's like, fine. It's but options. when it comes to cheating, when it comes to cheating, like yeah. that's like dudes will... Some dudes will be like, oh, yo, you got this bad girl, even though like they're cuffed. Mm-hmm. Well, like, yo, how many girls you smash? It's her? weird yeah. because I think when girls are in this situation, the dudes that they're quote unquote cuffed to are the flaky F boy from pin number one. Mm, yeah. So then if they're so flaky and if they're an F boy and you're cuffed, to, you're cuffed with them, then it's like, okay, but I might as well just cheat on you because you're so flaky. I know. F boy. I actually know one girl now mm-hmm. that I remember that did this but it was like a situation where it was like with one other dude Mm -hmm. that it was like a they were alone in a moment and then she like strongly regretted it and stuff and it was Mm -hmm. like a weird thing because she thought that like she would end up with one of them or whatever and I accidentally like casually brought it up 
because I, I wanted <laughs> to like on. know how it like works. Uh-huh. I was like, uh, she was mentioning that she knows like, I was mentioning the guy who mm-hmm. she cheated on with or like the one cheated that with. cheated with, right? And uh, I didn't know her other guy. Who was, I was her ta- boyfriend? Yeah. I was talking about him because he's my friend, the one that she cheated right. with or whatever. And um, then she was like, oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know him. And I was like, <laughs> wait, wait, you. Eh. And I was like doing that. And I didn't even say anything. And then she started crying. <gasps> and I was like, wait, I'm so sorry. It just like, because when something clicks for me, I just like, I'm doing the math. Like I'm showing the work, you know, like oh <laughs> out loud. And that was, I was like, wait, I'm so sorry. Like I'm not. I'm, you're, you're, you're not really regretted. in people's business like that either. No, no, never. But it's just like, because he told me mm-hmm. and he was like, I can't believe like that happened. Like she kissed me out of nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. and he has a girlfriend. So it was like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's then, messy all the way around. And then I was like, no, no, like you, you don't have to talk about it. I'm so sorry. And then she was like, um, no, like it's fine. Like it's one of the biggest regrets. Like, I don't know what to do about it and stuff. And I was like, listen, I, I have no advice. When I do you just, think cheating's okay? If if ever. If no. Ever. <laughs> the, I mean, take it back so to, take me it back to Shakari. No instance, take no. it back to Shakari. She cheated. Well, she didn't cheat, but she she broke a rule. Okay, but relationships have a lot of like, what is it? Nuance because- Wait, Amber, Amber, hold on. When is it okay? I'm asking you guys. No, no, let me ask you. I'm what, saying, what when is think? it okay if ever? You sound like you have an answer. I don't. I'm asking. Amber, when is it okay? <laughs> I don't think it's okay per se, but I think that if there is a level of like abuse happening and like there's like uh, like emotional abuse and, you know, you can't get out of the situation due to the nature of the abuse, that it would be fine. And I'm really only saying this right now to get out of the fact that I kind of just said something wild and I'm trying to make up for it. But I don't know. Okay, listen. What if the other dude that she's about to cheat with is meant for her? It's cheating. Cheating is cheating. Yeah, you're right. I'm a terrible person. I mean, you can can try to, you know, justify it all you want and... We're nobody to judge. No, you, you guys know? are judging. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, at the end of the day, it's it's what lives in your head. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't think that I personally could do it and feel okay. I'm just saying that, like, I'm trying to think from like another person's perspective. Like, <laughs> there's this thing Never. right now that's going around that's like, don't don't let your boyfriend keep you from finding your husband. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, to, a, in, in, to an extent. Is this part of Hot Girl Summer Movement? No, I'm just saying that like to an extent. Independence. Oh my God. <laughs> like, do you, you get where that's coming from, right? Like, I, I do not. If your boyfriend is like an amazing guy, right? Like all around, super sweet, great, right? And I'm not saying cheating is okay, but... Is it okay for your eye to wander when <laughs> when your husband, when, when you have a boyfriend, but you see somebody being your whole husband? That's exactly what we were talking about earlier, where dudes like think that one is a wifey. Yeah. And, they, the, yeah. and then these hoes ain't loyal. That's true. <laughs> if anyone who's listening has ever cheated or knows please someone who has your- cheated, please tell us. And if you think it's justifiable. Yeah. I want to know. When is it justifiable to cheat? And if you have a really juicy cheating story, send yeah. it in. We'll Shamir, ever, ever justifiable? I don't think so. Mm. Even the case that Amber said? I feel like there's situations where women are like stuck in that situation and mm-hmm. they can't get out. 
but like I don't know. I feel like there's there is a way. <laughs> I don't know. That might believe be stretch, in the afterlife. But, um, Bismillah, sister. I don't think cheating's okay, but sis, don't let your boyfriend get in the way of finding your husband. I'm just saying that. I, she, I do believe eh, that. Amber's part of the movement. I'm not a part of the cheating movement. <laughs> You're part of the first movement. Okay, okay let's let, move on. One, one more last one. This is the last, this on the last the one. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is the guy who never shuts up. This is a guy who goes off about his own opinions and accomplishments so far that a part of you is actually embarrassed to be around him. He talks over your friends and acts like the ultimate authority over everyone, yet a part of you believes he might be. I don't believe that last part. Well, but. it also depends, you know, how much of what he's saying is cap. Yeah. I know some dudes um, who just have amazing, endless stories to tell. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they don't shut up, but it's like, whoa. And like sometimes you're hanging out with them and you're like falling asleep because you're like, bro, you've been talking for mm-hmm. three days now. Right. We've been awake. But it's not like I have anything cooler or better. I think it depends on what they're saying, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how much of it is cap? Is it uh, relevant? Are you self-aware? Are they telling it because, like, bro, the story was so crazy. Like, I was hanging out with Obama and, like, Michelle tried to holler at me. Like, are you saying it because it was so crazy? Or are you saying it because you want to, like, you want everybody there to know what rooms and people you were around and, like, Mm. like, what? Like you're trying to brag about. Like you're trying to impress. Yeah, like you're trying to impress with just the knowledge of it, not the actual like criteria of the story. I mean, story. if it was those people you're saying specifically, like, I mean. That's a fire story. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, like that's, like, that's great because you're saying that's a crazy experience. But if you're just, just saying it to be like, I was in the White House and yeah, I worked with Obama and I had seen Michelle. Like, yeah, you can definitely share those yeah. things. But if you're going on a mile long and not giving any substance to them, you're just trying to give like a really upped resume. Just shut up. Yeah. It, I mean, if you're good at like the storytelling and mm-hmm. you're like really That's humble huge. about it, if you're really humble about it, you're like, oh my God, Michelle Obama was so nice when I met her. Like, it was so cool. Like, I thought she would be this way. It's like, it gives a more realistic approach to like how you That's went though. into that. What? Like, she's not nice. <laughs> she probably is. She, really ruined, nice. she ruined our lunch meals. <laughs> that woman does not care about us. She made your lunch meals good. She does not have a soft heart. But yeah, like in terms of this, I think it's important <laughs> To see like why they're telling the story, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. she was saying, oh, they're trying to gas themselves up mm-hmm. to show like where they are. Or they just genuinely want to tell this person a great story. And sometimes guys do it to get approval of other guys at the table. Like you can tell they almost don't care about what the girls are getting from it. As long as the guys have understood what they're saying and feel like they have... Like, like the guys have given approval to them for well, that story. Well, there's like a, almost a sort of social science to that, right? Where um, people react off of how other people are feeling. So mm-hmm. if you see that everyone is in awe of a person, then you might be more attracted to them because of everyone else's reaction. Mm-hmm. If they make some sort of a statement, then you're like, oh, well, maybe But if you're sitting impressive. there and, the, and you feel embarrassed by how much they're boasting to themselves up, mm-hmm. then... Most of the time, other people at the table are also feeling uneasy. Yeah. Shami, you know any girls like this? Uh, I'm trying to think at the top of my head. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> story? No, not a story. Just like, um, yeah, there's a few of them where it's just like, you'll literally like try to talk and 
they're just, or even if you try to say like, ask a question Mm -hmm. in the middle of the story or something, like they don't hear, that's what bothers me actually. Guy or girl, it's just like, or 734 other genders. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're, if you're, if they're telling the story, but then you try to like ask a question or like say, make a reaction or something and they cut you off and keep going. Like Mm. I'm still letting you Mm -hmm. do your thing, but can we take a moment? Can we reflect? Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like going on and on and on. And you're just sitting there and like, oh, I just, I just sit here and keep my mouth shut. All right. (laughs) It like loses the conversational aspect then. It's like you're only, it's only like you're sitting there as amused to listen to their story. Yeah. Which isn't fun. Really annoying. Yeah. That's probably the most annoying. Yeah. And then the last one's a big baby, which is a mama's boy, which we all, all of us brown girls are well aware of. So yeah. Well, that's me. Yeah. But they want the, their wifey to take on the roles and duties that their mom have like been doing forever. Like they expect their wifey to just pick up things that their mom was doing. It's like you need oh, to be Oh, they're acting to- like a baby. It's not necessarily about being a mama's boy, but I think it's mama's boy like in the sense that like their mom does every single thing for them, mm-hmm. which is fine as long as they know how to do those things. Sure. And they can do them, right? Mm-hmm. But then if they don't, then they are reliant on their wife to do it, and then that reliancy becomes an expectation. Mm-hmm. And I personally don't like how that comes off to the kids. Later. Personally, I've seen like a lot, especially like uh, couples, they're both like babies in their own way. Like they all have their quirks. Mm -hmm. And it's cool to see how they balance it. Like, oh, she doesn't like when I leave my stuff out on the couch or something Mm -hmm. like that. So I have to like move it or stuff like that. It's interesting to see how couples deal with it when they're like babies in their own uh, way. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Balances, sacrifices, all that jazz. Yeah. Okay. um, Let's go on to a guy who would not be on this list. <laughs> because he he is a sweetheart. Like this was a really fun conversation, so we're really excited uh, to introduce the stranger today, who is a rising streamer with half a million TikTok followers, over 10k on Twitch, and even big name sponsorships like G Fuel. He talks to us about his parents coming to terms with gaming for a living, the realities of sacrificing a social life to build a brand, and even the hidden talent that will be getting him a feature on Italy's Got Talent. Please give it up for the stranger today. Hassan Huck. What's up, Hassan? How's it going, guys? Hassan, How are you guys doing today? Uh, what What is your uh, username? Okay, Hassan. so my username is uh, it's the Hus Huck. It's T H E H A S. H-A-Q. Very confusing username. I was like, what's I the hash? Yeah, I always <laughs> yeah, said exactly. hash something. People call me hash, the, the shack. People get it confused all the time. The but I made this when I was like, I think 11 years old. And I've stuck with it since I've, it's my first username. Never changed. Like a gamer tag or just <laughs> overall? You, that's just always what you do. Well, so basically when I… So I started off what, by watching YouTube. And my favorite YouTuber was Niga Higa. Okay. Right? And when I wanted to make my my username, I was like, all right, dude, I want to be like Niga Higa. He has like three syllables in his name. I need to have three syllables in my name. So I was like… Okay. Was At 11 the. years old. <laughs> yeah, 11 years old. So I was like the… And then Hus is like the first letters of my name. And then Huck, which is my last name. Yeah. So it's the Hus Huck. I'm like, dude, this is perfect. <laughs> does it ever get annoying when… Uh, does it ever get uh, annoying when someone Niga calls Higa you something Niga Higa is four else? syllables. 
<laughs> yeah, she's right. Oh, <laughs> Amber. <laughs> Dang. My, my dreams have just been crushed. <laughs> or whatever. It was like, you get the you get it. You, you got to add a fourth syllable now. Yeah. <laughs> I got to add a fourth syllable now. No, I was, I was asking, uh, does it ever get like weird or annoying when someone mispronounces your name? Like your Dude, username? At, the thing is, at this point, I'm used to it. So whenever I go into someone's stream and they're just like, yo, the shack. I'm like, oh, yeah. What's up, what's up man? How, how you doing, bro? <laughs> at this point, I'm just used to it. I'll correct them later on. Yeah, so um, obviously we, uh, you know, know that you're a gamer. I actually saw you first pop up on my Twitter before uh-huh. I saw you on TikTok. And it just seemed like every week I was seeing your tweets. I think Shamir was actually probably retweeting or liking yeah, them a like lot. Yeah, I was definitely so then, liking a lot of them because yeah. they're inspirational. Yeah, so that's what it was. It was just like, oh, I'm going for like this many followers this week and I accomplished this and then like more followers, more followers. I got this brand deal. So it's really cool to see that. And I was like, who is this? And then I think Shamir uh, told me a little bit about, you know, he's a streamer. Then I saw some of the TikToks and it's really cool to see that. Did all of your success with streaming happen pretty fast for you? Dude, I've been grinding for this since uh, 2019, like when Fortnite first came out. Okay, That's when I was like, all right, I'm going to start going ham with this like streaming and gaming things because at the time I was doing pre-med in college and I was like, dude, this is not what I want to do. Mm. Like I, I, I kind of went with it. I was like, this is not what I want to do with the rest of my life. I'm going to just go full send with this. And then I think a year ago is when like my TikTok popped off. And since then it's been pretty much like uphill from there. So it wasn't like a side thing you were doing with pre-med. You wanted to just ditch pre-med entirely and focus on gaming and streaming. So that that wasn't really the case. Like, like what, what really happened was, was that like, I wasn't hanging with pre-med, right? Like I was like, okay, dude, if I take the MCAT and I go with pre-med, I'm not going to get into a med school. So like, I need to do something. Either I switch my major or I do, I full send something else. Right. And I confronted my dad. I'm like, Baba, listen, um, I want to change my major. He said no to that. Right. I was like, all right, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll stick to pre-med for now. See how well I do. But on the side, well, not really the side. I would like do it full, kind of full-time gaming. I was kind of like doing full-time gaming side pre-med, but everybody else thought gaming wasn't the side, if you know mm, what I mean. Okay, yeah. Right? And I just put my all into it. You couldn't tell and then people eventually, yet. What was that? You couldn't tell people yet. Like Not not really. Because like people, because like when people come up to me and ask me like, yo, what are you doing? I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre-med, yeah. I'm just doing some OCAM right, here yeah. and there, blah, 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 blah. And then I guess to like my close, close friends to tell them like, yeah, I'm streaming on Twitch here, making mm-hmm. these videos here. Come check me out if you want. But um, it's, been, it's been a long ride. It wasn't just like all of a sudden, boom. It's like, I'm all of a sudden, I have so many viewers on Twitch and I have TikTok followers. It's been a long ride. It's yeah. been a lot of lows, a lot of lows. Trust me. You have like a half a million on TikTok. Yeah, almost is that what half it is? Of the 10K. Yeah. Wow, nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Bro, you could have had your four four syllables with Dr. Hushuck. <laughs> yeah. I could have. I could have. That would have been great. Having doctor in my name, that would have been dope. <laughs> yeah, so um, when you were doing that uh, up until now, like how uh, serious is it like as far as a, a serious career choice and, and something that you can actually pursue full-time if that's what you're interested in? Yeah, so I my main goal in life right now is to pursue content creation full time. Okay. I'm I'm not there yet. I'd say I'm like I'm almost there. I'm not where I want to be yet. So basically what's going on in my life right now is that I've ditched pre-med, right? And I actually had a talk with my dad about this. I'm like, 
look, look, when my TikTok popped off, I was like, look, Baba, look, look, look at my account. This is no joke. I had like a hundred thousand followers at that point. I'm like, look, this is no joke. Like, I can do something with this. Like, I don't want to be a doctor anymore. Let me change my field into something like something along the lines of that. If you don't want me to, I'm not going to drop out, right? Just let me do something along the lines so I have like a plan B for if if this all fails, right? We talked for a couple of weeks, right? And eventually he's like, you know what? Fine, find a major and go into that and do TikTok on the side. So we found him. I found a major. I'm currently a communications major and I'm doing like communications technology and social media and all that stuff like that. I'm currently doing that. I graduate in December and I'm doing that on the, on the side along with doing all this TikTok stuff. And um, so my plan is to go full-time, take a full-time like gaming and streaming. And I know I can get there if I put a, a lot more effort into it. Maybe in the next, maybe year I can become full-time. But my dad, I feel like he still doesn't, doesn't understand that fact. Mm-hmm. So he's always pushing me like every day. Like, Berta, have you looked for any internships yet? Any yeah. job offers yet? I'm like, well, it's difficult. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm getting there. Like when you don't <laughs> see something physically in front of you, um, it's kind of the TikTok and this and that. Like our parents don't really understand the numbers and the like the gravity of these platforms really. But I see exactly. all the G Fuel. Um, uh, yes, do you sir. need all like pre workout to like <laughs> yes, do streaming? Sir. Like, is that like so, you're like, ooh, let's get ready for streaming? I'm gonna just dry scoop some pre workout. Okay, well, yeah, you could you could dry scoop G Fuel, but what this is, what G Fuel is, is basically gamer gamer fuel. Essentially, that's what they call it. It's basically caffeine. Essentially, it's not. I mean, I use it for the gym too. I don't do pre workout. I'll just have some G Fuel before the gym. But uh, it's been a long term goal of mine because I when I when I'm watching YouTube, when I used to watch YouTube a lot, my big influences were like, you know, you guys know Face Clan, right? Mm-hmm. So I I love Face Clan. I wanted to be like a gamer, like like Face Apex. All these guys watching them watching them growing up. I was like, dude, G Fuel. I want to have a G Fuel sponsorship. When I, that was one of my main goals to have a G Fuel sponsorship. And um, about two it. months ago, <laughs> yeah, they, I got a G Fuel sponsorship. So well, I want to ask with up. that when all of this the G Fuel um uh you know sponsorship came in, mm-hmm. then did your parents? see it as you know that sort of physical check mark of like oh this this might be something i think the physical check mark happened when i had when i got my first uh big twix twitch check okay so my dad was just like asking me like i I, like um he's like i knew we had an argument and i was like i was like talking about how I, i i said i was gonna buy something and he's like with what money and i was like uh um this money and I showed him and he's like, where did that come from? And I was like, uh, playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> so it became a reality. He saw that, okay, this could be yeah, sustainable. Basically. Yeah. Essentially. That's awesome. What did they think about the G Fuel collab? So they, they, they were, they were hype. My dad was super ecstatic. Uh, it was funny because uh, one day before the gym, before I signed with G Fuel, uh, my dad saw the G Fuel. He was like, what are you drinking over here? He, and he's a nephrologist, right? And um, he he hates what pre workout. He read the back of the tubs and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, because, and I was like, "It's G Fuel, Dad." <laughs> but then when I signed with him, he was super ecstatic. He was like, he just did a full one eighty. He's like, "Yeah, G Fuel, go for it." And I was like, "Thanks, Dad." <laughs> That's awesome. How did that even happen? Like, did they uh, see your content and reach out? Was it something that you know you had kind of put out into the universe on Twitter and stuff? 
So I always want to be a G Fuel sponsor, right? I always want to be sponsored by them, like I said before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, earlier last year, actually, they had a contest called Gamers Got. It's called Gamers Got Talent, and essentially, it's like a race to the top. Not a race to the top, but they have challenges, and every challenge they eliminate a few more people until there's like a few member, a few people who make it into sponsored into the into uh, the sponsorship, right? So I signed up for that, and uh, I actually made it to the finals, right? And I was like, dude, this is it. I'm getting my G Fuel sponsorship. Was it Fortnite or something else? What was that? What game was it? No, it was just like, oh, create these videos. Create these skits. Make a TikTok. Make this. And we'll review on our stream to see if you make it or not. So I made it to the finals. And I unfortunately did not win. Right? And I was super bummed out about that. Right? And then I'm scrolling through Twitter. And I'm just seeing all these people sign with G Fuel. And I'm like, dude. And I checked their stats. And they have like lower stats than I do as well. And I was like, mm. dude, how are these people signing with G Fuel? Why can't I sign with G Fuel? So I did my research. I found every single partner manager for G Fuel and I DM'd each one of them individually. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, this, these are my stats. I want to be sponsored by G Fuel, right? And the funny, this is the funny story because one of them, his name is Dequat, right? And uh, one of them, I messaged him like a month ago, right? And I'm just streaming and this dude comes in, in my chat. His name is Dequat, right? And I, I was like, yo, Dequat, thanks for the follow, man. How are you doing today, man? And I totally brushed it off. Like, I, I didn't know who he was. I forgot who he was, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, dude, your name sounds familiar. Do I know you? He's like, yeah, bro, you follow me on Twitter. I'm like, wait, what? And then I go on Twitter. I'm like, dude, oh shit, this is the G Fuel guy. Oh. <laughs> what am I doing? So he's like a rep for G Fuel. <laughs> Yeah, he was a rep for G Fuel. This okay. is one of the guys that I was messaging that I DM'd before. So he's scouting you. Him. Yeah, he was scouting me. And um, and then, you know, next thing I know, he sent me a contract and Wow. That's awesome. Congrats. Got the G Fuel bag. Yeah. Thank you. Thank That's you. dope. Um, what do you primarily uh do on stream? What makes you different than other people? So I do a lot of a lot of stupid stuff on stream all the time. Uh people think I'm just a Warzone streamer. Uh, which I'm not. I've done ridiculous. So I set high standards for myself and mm-hmm. the biggest streamers do the craziest things, right? Uh, for example, if you guys, do you guys know who Ludwig is? No. I mean, I do, the, but... They you know, Shimer knows who Ludwig <laughs> is, but Ludwig is basically, he was the biggest streamer at one point on Twitch and a lot of my content, I reflected off of him. So for example, one of the streams I did was that I had like a budget for my stream, right? I put a budget of like $150 and I told Chet, all right, guys, Send me Amazon links, all right? And I get three vetoes. You guys send the links. We'll open it in the chat. And if you guys 50% vote yes, I have to buy the item within that budget. Okay. Mm. All right? So we bought a bunch of random stuff. Like we had like a baby poster. We had a tortilla blanket. <laughs> and it's all coming to like your place. You yeah. actually have to… Yeah. yeah I'll t- dude, this ninja hat over here, this thing that I wear in my videos, uh-huh. I bought it from that stream. Nice. <laughs> so… Um, I just do crazy streams like that all the time. It gets people more engaged in the great YouTube videos too. So it, it, it's like, I'm not the same old boring streamer. I mean, I don't yeah. want to say boring because some of them are really successful doing what they do. But I just don't, I don't just play Warzone. I do a lot more than that. That's really cool because you build a really yeah. like nice connection with your audience too that way that mm-hmm. somebody sees that wig or something and they're like, oh, I remember I was actually one of the people that voted for that. And then it's like interactive yeah. and they feel part of your community. So that's really cool. Exactly. Yeah. I like do not know a lot about streaming. I join Shamir streams every once in a while. Wait, so- wait what do you think about Shimmer streams? Dude, I, 
I love Shamir's room. <laughs> I, dude, I, I, I whenever I have some free time, I'll hop in there and I'll I'll just have a blast, dude. I'll have a blast <laughs> in his streams. Actually, I don't know if Shamir told you, but uh I I turns out I knew someone in his stream. Have, oh, you, yeah, just, yeah. have you told the story before? No, oh, no a I cross haven't. fan? Yeah. Well, there's okay. a lot of, he's from Ohio, right. so he knows a lot of people from Ohio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um so he like knows them personally. Oh, you you make fun of Ohioans yeah, a lot yeah. in the stream. Oh, he do though. <laughs> what part of Ohio? I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, um, Shamir's making fun of Ohio as usual, right? <laughs> I go to his chat and I'm like, yo, what the heck? I'm from Ohio. What's going on? Like, Where's my Ohio squad, right? And then um, Monaza, who's in his chat, she's like, oh, I, I, I'm from Ohio too, okay, right? I'm like, okay. oh, and we're just talking about it. And then I mentioned, she mentions that she's from Cincinnati, right? And I, I, I mean, I don't know who she is, but like, t- turns out I have a connection to, to, I have a connection to her, if that makes any, any sense, yeah. right? Some and I'm talking to, I'm just talking to Shamir's chat. Um, we were reviewing mustards that day. We were, we were reviewing mustards <laughs> chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reviewing a mosque review? We were doing mosque yeah, review. We're doing mosque review. Hold on. Chat. That's hilarious. What, wait, what I don't classifies? Know I don't know if that's right. Yeah. But what right classifies a well, good mosque? Keep in mind, we said before every time we reviewed one, all mosques are beautiful. Yeah. So we did claim that. Right before you then judge them. Yeah. Well, like then, did you have like criteria like architecture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- uh, Sound. <laughs> I don't know what you... Yeah, exactly. And we'd be like, okay. Lotto quality in bathroom. <laughs> so yeah, stuff yeah. like that, but... Okay. So you're doing a mosque okay. review. You see Manaza in there. No, no, no. So they're setting all these mosques in, right? And like, yo, these crazy, huge mosques, right? And then... Uh, Manoza sends her mosque with Cincinnati mosque. I'm like, dude, I've been to that mosque. I know that mosque, oh, okay. right? And then I sent my mosque in and it was an old <laughs> renovated office so building. Funny. Right? Submit your mosque. <laughs> and, and everyone's hyped for these mosques, right? And then my mosque shows up and they're just like, Yeah, this is a this is a this is a pretty good mosque. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then Manoza's like, wait, my cousin is the imam for that mosque. <laughs> oh, no oh way. I'm like, wait, what? No way. So it turns, and, I, and I'm good friends with the imam. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, hold on. The imam who I'm good friends with is Manasa's cousin. And we're just mind blown. We're like, what's going <laughs> The mosque connects. So no, that's funny. amazing. But um, yeah, I met Hassan actually through kind of like TikTok, right? I was making these TikTok videos yeah. of like my streams and I was just like starting out or whatever. And then I see like Hassan commenting on them like, oh, another Pakistani streamer. And I'm like, oh, wait, what? Another Pakistani streamer. So I check his like TikTok out and I see his streams and I'm like, wow. And then I started joining his streams and I'm like, oh, this is, he's like got a whole community and stuff. And then I think we became like friends there. And then I like been seeing his growth and all that stuff. So that's it's been dope. cool. Yeah. What were you asking, Amber? I was asking, since I have very limited knowledge of this, and I'm sure some people listening will too. What is like the average day of a streamer look like? Like what happens in your day? Oh, yeah. Like how many hours are you on this thing? Okay. So I wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wake up in the morning. First thing I try to do, not very successful at it, but I go to the gym, which mm-hmm. is around like 9, 9, 10 a.m. I go to the gym. Uh, and, and you then don't take I the come G Fuel home. before you go to the gym. What was that? And you don't take the G Fuel before you go to the gym? Oh, no. I, I 100% take the G Fuel before okay. I go to the gym. That's, that's the first thing I do. Wait, wait. Is, is it better to use G Fuel than actual pre-workout? Or From my understanding… Uh, you better, well, the, you better choose your words wisely. <laughs> um, well, from my understanding, G Fuel is basically just caffeine. Essentially, one cup of G Fuel is like two cups of coffee. Meanwhile, pre-workout 
is like it's it's protein. You kind of need to work it work it off if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. There's like stem in it or something. Yeah, exactly. And it can come to a point where you drink drink too much protein, which can be too much too dangerous for you. So I I don't know. I just don't, I just don't want to mess with it. My dad is against it, and if he's against it, and he's a doctor. I'm going to just take his word for it. Right. I trust him. So yeah. I just, besides, I just don't do the quad listens to this uh, podcast. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't lose your sponsorship. You're good. Okay, good, good. good okay. Good, so good. you go to the gym, drink the G fuel, go to the gym, go to the gym, drink G fuel, come home. So my schedule changed recently, but what it used to be is that I'd come home. I would focus on content, right? I'm like, okay, I have a YouTube video to edit and I have a TikToks to make, right? I'll, I'll focus on that. And that pretty much takes up my entire morning to afternoon. Right. I do that. Um, that takes because I dude editing, you guys know editing of YouTube videos is not, is not a small thing. It mm-hmm. takes day, it takes so long to edit just one YouTube video. Edit that, do TikToks, uh, react to comments, and then I take a little a little chill for a while. My dad comes home around like three, four, five o'clock. We eat food as a family, and then I'll go on Twitch for a bit, just say hi to what uh, hi to everybody else. And then at night I'll boot up my stream, uh, which is my which is my old schedule. But around like, I think like nine o'clock or eight o'clock, like 11 o'clock, I'll be streaming. And then I'll end the night playing some games off stream with a couple of friends and then I'll go to bed. But mm-hmm. it's like, it, it's it's a lot of work. It's a you lot of work. Wait, you do but this I, every day? And then, what was that? You do this every day? Pretty much, yeah. Well, hold on. You said that you were still in school. I am still in school. So I didn't hear you say you work on your schoolwork at all. <laughs> I, I throw it in there here and there. I find time. Yeah, I find time here and there. Do you, <laughs> does it ever get um, like tiring or, you know, do you ever kind of get bored of that schedule at all? Uh, do you guys watch Shimmer Wally's YouTube videos? Yes. <laughs> so he actually made a YouTube video about this and I resonated with it like perfectly. Well, like it comes cre- to a point where uh, it's like you don't know what content to make anymore because you just get burnt out on that one concept and idea and you're just like, what do I do? And you try to make something new and maybe that doesn't work out. And you're like, dude, maybe I'll go back to the old thing. You do that again, like, nah, this is boring. It, it's a cycle of finding out what you like and what you want to create. And obviously, if you do the same thing over and over and over again, it gets boring. That's why I like to change up my content a lot of the times. And it's just, it's just scary to do because you never know what's going to work and what's not going to work. And a part of that, you know, is just trying to build your brand, right? Like Mm -hmm. when you're done with this, like Shamir and I talk about this a lot, but like there's those people who they are kind of following a trend um, and they're doing what everybody else is doing. And they might go for like a viral video or something, but people aren't necessarily following them for their personality or what they've built. So like, what is it that you're trying to do when it comes to like, if you're off of Twitch, if there's a new platform that comes or, you know, you're no longer interested in gaming, you want to create some sort of other content, like what uh, can people kind of know about your brand, what you're always kind of doing and like where you're trying to, what direction you're trying to go um, so that, you know, it, it lasts past just a platform. So the biggest thing I try to do and something I emphasize a lot with my, with my, with my followers is that I try to mention that I'm building a community, okay. right? That's one of the biggest things you see it in. I see it in Sean Mir's stream too, all the time. He's always talking to his chat. He knows everyone by name. Hmm. I try to do the same thing. Even if it's like 
50, 100 people in the chat. I try to make sure I engage in conversation with every single one of them. It can, it can get tough at times, which is why I'm like, we have a Discord server. Come join that. We have events here. We have YouTube videos. We'll do Q&As. That's why I'm such an... I try to be as interactive with my chat as possible. That's why I do all these crazy streams. It's like chat is involved, right? They're like, oh, we're having a fun time with the streamer. I'm having a fun time with the chat. I'm just not, I'm not just sitting there being like, you know, thanks for the follow, man. Thanks for the donation, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm actually engaging with conversation with them. And that sort of creates um, a parasocial relationship in a way, mm. right? Some can argue that there's some negatives to parasocial relationships, which, which there is. If you guys don't know what that is, it's when there's a one-sided relationship where one What are you calling it? A pair? A parasocial relationship. Parasocial. Hmm. So that's when one person knows everything about the other person. Uh, and they create like… They create a relationship where… I, they know everything about me, but I don't know anything about them. Right. And that, that sort of… That's sort of like how all these um, YouTubers who are… Like, like, like vloggers, for example. Like Casey Neistat. He's, he has that relationship yeah like, he has he, he has a relationship with his viewers like they'll follow him no matter what he does right because they like him for who he is because he's created that relationship with his viewers mm. so you're trying to build that community that's really good um i want to ask you like you know you do go to the gym in the morning but other than that uh we all know that sitting for long periods of time staring at screens obviously is you know very taxing on your body on your eyes on your mind um are you aware of that? Does that ever take a, you know, a strain on you? And what do you do yeah, to manage so, it? Actually, this desk that I'm sitting on right now is actually a moving desk. It, it goes up and down. Like and so that's how you build it on TikTok. Yeah, it's a stand. <laughs> yeah, I built it on TikTok. So um, I actually have done streams where I've been standing up. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to sit down. This is too much. I'm going to stand up. Wait, and wasn't that table sponsored around. too? Yeah, that table was sponsored. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> Go you. Got a sponsor nice. for everything, <laughs> dude. A lot. This headset was was given to me by a sponsor. This oh table was God. given to me. What by about a the chair? What about the chair? The chair? No, I had to buy the oh, chair. Not yet. Now, not you yet. Get, now you have to get sponsored for a chair. <laughs> yeah, I tried chair. to. I there was actually a contest that, that I lost. Unfortunately, respawn was doing chairs, and I lost that. Oh, it's always it contests, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot of the times these brands will hit me up and just send me random stuff. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so you have the desk right, going. Yeah. Yeah, the desk. Uh, yeah, it's a standing desk. I can move it up and down. I do that. Sometimes I'll edit standing up. I'll do my work standing up, homework standing up. Um, Does that help? Uh, I never I never tried it before. In my opinion, it helps. It definitely helps. But don't, doesn't so, it… And I know it's a standing desk, so you're not necessarily slouching. But I feel like… It's you're still being stagnant, right? So in a way, yes, it's beneficial, but you're still stacking your spine and your body like in a yeah, straight position. I'm, to to a certain degree, yeah, I agree. But if you're talking about like like homework and and editing, then yes, I mean you're gonna have to be stagnant. But when it comes to streaming, I like to be as energetic as possible. When oh, I'm you done can, like jump around and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I'm not just standing there. I'm jumping around. Yeah. Like, Yo, chat, what's going? That's how I'll my little like- brother plays uh, video games with me in the first place. <laughs> if we're competing, he's up screaming at the TV, running around, kicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's cool. You need to get um, a set of like moving stairs or like pedal or something. I've seen that. I'm so like, you can you know like what's- pedal while you're sitting there. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh-huh. So the same company that sent me the desk. We're like, hey, can you do another video for us? We'll send you like a sitting, uh, a cycling cycle thing for the oh, desk. Oh, that's funny. 
I was just like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. <laughs> you should have taken it. What do you mean? They're about to, they're, they're about to send you a full hamster wheel to power all your stuff. <laughs> like oh, it does both man. things. What about um Honestly. what about like your back and your eyes and all of that? Like, do you use those uh, blue glasses? I have blue light glasses that I'll occasionally wear. If my eyes are getting strained, I'll, I'll put them on. Mm-hmm. Back, this chair is fine. My back is fine. I mean, okay. I work out regularly. I even play basketball sometimes. Like if I'm not streaming at night, if mm-hmm. I take a break one day, I'll go play basketball with my friends. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I, I'm staying relatively active. It's like yeah. in that in that period too, where it's like four to five or like um, after we eat, uh, I try to avoid going to my room as much as possible. I'll go upstairs where my family is. That's where I'll usually hang out. And then I'll come back into my room when I do all my streaming and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I try to, I mean, I try to stay as active as possible. Are you That's in awesome. the basement? Yeah, I am in the basement. So do right. you get like enough sunlight and stuff? Or do you have to like take walks outside or and stuff like that? No, I, ha- I have a, a window right behind me. I actually close it when I stream. I usually always have it open. But when I stream, I always close it so that I can get the purple okay. lighting. So, so you get like enough sunlight. You're not like yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside. I get plenty of sunlight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a plant in my basement. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like I want like you know nice plants and stuff. Um, and then, <laughs> and then it died, and my mom was like, you see, like, cause my my room is also in the basement. She goes, you yeah. see, this is the effect that you know your body is going through. That's facts. That this plant is. <laughs> I'm glad that she was able to point that out for you because he like you stay in the dark and don't like sunlight. I feel like no, no, I like sunlight. I just didn't like think about it that much or like that I wasn't getting enough or whatever. <laughs> but I come, I come out more um, than after just you basement. saw the plant die. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about um, when you were talking about the sponsorships and stuff and yeah. uh, the whole mosque thing, and you two as you know Pakistani streamers. You could kick off something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pitch you an idea here, okay? Go and for it. Listen, you know, I don't know about the moss in your area, but like with <laughs> oh us. Oh my gosh, what's happening? <laughs> you know how ISB has yeah. like the basketball tournaments, football tournaments and stuff, right? Uh-huh. Okay, check this out. So they make a lot of money because you have to pay to play with your yeah. teams and all of that, right? I feel like, especially in my community right now, all the kids, they're all gaming. They're not… Like when we were kids, we were definitely playing a lot more sports. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we were gaming too, but ne- like now they're building their own PCs and like all this stuff. So if the Moss started having like PC centers where, you know, you pay to play in the same way, one, you get to fund the mosque in a new way, but also you can bring in like non-Muslims and stuff and just like use all of that. To spread Islam across the world. And use a password. And, like and the shahada is a password to get into the computer. <laughs> no, you don't, like have to, you don't have to convert anything. But like, what do you think about the idea? I think it's a wonderful idea. We've actually done video game tournaments at our mosque. Oh, cool. Oh, That's so cute. Yeah. That, that so, gives your mosque a higher rating. I don't yeah, know if thank I you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, it's moved up in the rankings. It gets a G Fuel sponsorship. So, we did one day what we did was… Uh, we had like different stations or different video games. We had like a Call of Duty station. There was like some controversy there. Like we shouldn't have Call of Duty in a mosque, but… Oh my god. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I didn't think about it either, right? I took it in and an uncle was like, Britta, what are you guys playing? I'm like, oh, it's just Call of Duty. And he's like, 
what? <laughs> so wait, yeah, explain to people. Funny. That's just like because you're shooting people and stuff, right? Well, yeah, not yeah, only that, but like they yeah. have settings like Garachi and like oh, yeah. all yeah. of that as well. Uh, That's so funny. Yeah. Damn. So we had- yeah, they're yeah, about to be like only Nintendo Switch tournaments. <laughs> oh my gosh. What was it Animal Crossing? <laughs> yeah. But you can't, you can't like do much of that. No, I think uh, you guys need to get sponsored by ZumZum. You know what I mean? Like you got yeah. the G Fuel going, but… Get oh, 100%. Yeah, get, get Saudi Arabia up in there. <laughs> now you're really going to have people looking out for you. A brown dude sponsored by Saudi Arabia uh, playing COD in a mosque. Yo. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. So uh, I heard you're going on Italy's Got Talent. Is it Italy? Yes. It must be because yeah, well, you are like gaming, right? Because like, you, like if you're if you're such a big Twitch streamer and like Italy's got talent, like are you gonna be like streaming on air? Yeah, that's what you think. Uh, you're absolutely wrong. <laughs> what are you going, going on for? I am going there to drink water. Drink water. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going there to drink water. You're drinking going- water bottles. This so like- um, uh, it's 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 an interesting story. Okay, I made a YouTube video on this. And uh, so basically, I made a YouTube video two years ago when I really wanted to pop things off, right? I, I was posting whatever I want at that point. You guys know what this is like being creators. You'll just post whatever you can to just get content out there. So I learned a habit how to, uh, I learned a talent actually from a friend, how to chug water bottles really fast. And I was like, this is kind of <laughs> cool. I'm going to make a YouTube video on this. So I made a YouTube video, how to chug water bottles in three seconds. Right? Did you really only do it in three seconds? I did it in four, but that's beside the point. Oh, <laughs> retract, right. come back. <laughs> It'll lose that talent, gotta take it back. Right. So um, uh, I made that two years ago. And only like recently, like a couple months ago, it started getting a bunch of views. I think right now it's sitting at like 27, 28,000 views out of nowhere. Right. And a week ago, I get an email from a random domain name. It, it seemed like a scam email, right? Uh, it was some, a dude named Federico. And he's like, hello, Hassan. My name is Federico. And I'm emailing you from Tu CK Dallas. It is, uh, it is the, one of the biggest talent show uh, uh, TV shows in Italy with 7 million concurrent viewers every episode. And I was like, wait, what the hell is going on? Where's this email going? And then the dude's like, I saw a video of you drinking water. <laughs> it was sent over to me. And I was wondering if you want to perform that on our talent show. I and I was like, what? This is unreal. This, there's no way this is real. And he's like, let me know what you think. Attaches a promo video of our show. Like, all right. This guy wants me to go drink water on his show. And like, <laughs> he has a promo. So this probably isn't anything crazy, right? This is just some, probably some random, random thing. I opened the promo video. Bro, I'm not even joking you, dude. There are people doing backflips. There are people doing d- dives from 50 feet in the air. There are people doing magic shows. And you out here drinking water. Drones, and I'm out there drinking water. I, I'm like, I, what is going no. on? <laughs> Wait, are you going to go to Italy to do this? Yes, yes. Oh my God, what is going Hold on. on? What was your parents' reaction? Have you, Do they know yet? So they know, they know. So actually, well, it's, I'm, story's not over. So I get a call, right? And uh, from a dude, from the dude, and he's like, hey, uh, I was wondering if you could, uh, blah, 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 blah. This, this is the, these are the dates you need to come to Italy. We'll pay for everything, the flight, the food, the water. Uh, not the, the no. water. <laughs> Get, get me a, a swim tank size of Shamu. I need to practice. 
so he's telling me all this information and he's like, by the way, you don't need to drink anything crazy. Um, you know, you don't need to drink six liters. I think three liters of water should be fine. Right. What? And I'm like, three liters. Yeah, sure. Hold, and I hang the phone up. My friend's next to me and he's like, Hassan, do you know how much three liters of water is? Yeah. And I'm like, no. So we did the math. Three liters of water is about six water bottles. <gasps> <laughs> six water no. bottles. So they're just going to have you for like 30 seconds. Try- wait, wait, can you go more than one water bottle? So I tested this on my stream. <laughs> I, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to test this on my stream. I'm like, chat, get in here. We're going to test how many water bottles I can drink. So the day before that stream, I went to Kroger. And I bought, I bought all these water bottles. Oh my God. <laughs> I have them right over here. And occasionally I'll just practice. I was like, all right, Chad, we're going to drink 30. We're going to drink water bottles. The guy in Italy, he asked for a video of me doing it. And I was like, okay, let, let, let's try. I did it on stream. I did the first one, went fine. Second one went fine. Third water bottle, I crush it up. And it gets, the water gets stuck in my throat. And I'm like, dude, I felt, I felt horrible. And I'm like, dude. You can't, I can't wash it down. Anymore. It's water. I, yeah, I couldn't go any longer. I was like, I can't. I can't do this. So my record, my, I was three water bottles in 20, 22 seconds. Something like that. Oh so I, I sent it over to the dude and he's like, <laughs> I was like, dude, my Italy trip is canceled, dude. They're not going to let me go through. And then I get an email back. I'm like, we saw your video. It's great. You're coming to Italy. I'm like, what? <laughs> And then I told my parents and they're like, yo, what? No way. Uh, Can you bring somebody with you? And I asked the guy. He's like, yeah, yeah, you can bring one person. I was like, bet. So now my mom is coming with me to Italy. Um, (laughs) My mom is going to come see Italy with me. And um, yeah, that's what's going on. Me and my mom are going to go to Italy for me to perform uh, water water. drinking. (laughs) What do they think about the actual chugging? Are they like? Dude, yeah. So uh, my dad was like really scared. He's like, please be careful. You can get water intoxication. It's bad for you. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Baba, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. Don't worry. And he's just like, just make sure you don't drink too much water. And I was like, all right, all right. Only worry, practice worry, once a day. <laughs> yeah. So I just occasionally, I'll just, just see like crushed water bottles all over my room because I'm like practicing one water bottle every like an hour. <laughs> Hassan, I, I got to get prepared. Hassan, I know um, you've been talking a lot on this podcast. Are you by any chance thirsty right now? Yeah. And could demonstrate maybe <laughs> oh, how, to, how to knock one down. I'm curious. Yeah. You yeah. want to, I mean, I can. I can try. I, I can totally. Wanna I, can see I just want to see like how you yeah, do it. Yeah, we have to see it. We have to see it. All right. Yeah. Okay, so here's a water bottle. Fresh water bottle. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll, do so the, the, we'll do the count. The, all right, go ahead. You want to count like, count me down or count how long it takes? Uh, I was going to count how, how many uh, seconds so the audio listeners can can hear. All right. All right. All right. I know. He's ready. I, I feel like he's going to crush it. All right. <laughs> All ready? All right. Ready? I'm ready. And go. One, two, three. Oh, snap. <laughs> wow. Hold on. Hold on. Yo, that looked fake. Is that like, hold on, hold on. Are you swallowing once? Are you swallowing twice, thrice? Like, what's the, like, how are you? The pipe is just open. The, and and it's just, there's no, there's no swallow. Basically, no, at the same time as throwing water in your throat, you're also like chugging it in. You're also swallowing at the same time. But that like, I sense. feel like that would take more than three seconds to like swallow that amount of water. What's the trick? It, it all, it depends. So the trick is you need to, um, excuse me. You <laughs> oh need God. to. Be uh, careful. You need to. Bring uh, Baba in. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. you. To, 
Water um, intoxication. <laughs> you need to exercise your throat muscles. And you got to open Whoa. up your throat. And you can do that by basically <laughs> just taking water and just, just without crushing it, just drinking water as fast as you can. And if you do that, if you do that enough times, your throat muscles will kind of relax and open up. And that allow you to push in more water. <laughs> Amber, Amber, get a cleaner mind. What are like, you doing over here? He's like talking about oh. exercising his throat, learning how to open it up a little wider. Like that, Hassan. I, I that's not what on. I was thinking. We apologize. Thank you, we thank apologize you for us. You, you were laughing, snickering back I was there. laughing at you for thinking that. <laughs> the language that is what I had up. a problem with. Okay. Yo, he's like the halal Steve will do it. Yeah, halal Steve will do it. What about the friend who taught you the trick? How does he feel about it? Uh, I haven't talked to him in a while. Oh, oh you stole it, wow. dude! Stole Stolen. <laughs> I'm a, I'll, I'll meet him sometime. I think you, you should have took him a trip like to Italy. Brothers. Yeah, you should have took him to Italy. No, I mean like no, that's I like if your if your friend shows you how to uh, play basketball and then you end up being like Michael yeah. Jordan or Kobe. It's just like you did it better than them. And I did, yeah. You yeah. got an audience. Or it's the the dudes who invented Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg stole the Facebook and made it and became a billionaire. Mm. Could have yeah. been like that too. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't steal it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's, 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 that's what I'm leaning for, Shani. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't code it. He didn't code his throat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he did train it. He did train it. Yeah, but we can, we're train. all capable of that. So there's exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, anybody can do it. Trust me. Um, Hassan, I want to take it back a little bit and ask you, what was your first uh, love of video games? Do you remember when you were a kid and like the first couple system and, and games you played? Yeah. So I remember we, we, we were on a family trip and we went to a hotel. I thought we you were saying we as a Nintendo Wii. I was like, boy, you no, better no, sit down. Not, not the Wii. <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> so we were staying at a hotel and… The hotel they had a Nintendo 64. Yes. Plugged into the TV. And my dad hooked it up for us. And they had they had super they had Mario Tennis on oh. there. And I played it for the first time with my brother. And I was like, these are video games. These are these are actually these are insane. We need a console. I, I don't even know how old I was at this time. I was probably like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably a little older. But um I was like, dude, we need a video game console in the house. And we kind of like our dad one day came home with a Nintendo GameCube. Oh, and nice. in the GameCube, it came with Super Mario Sunshine and Sonic Adventure 2. Okay. So the first game I played was Sonic Adventure 2. And since then, I became a huge Sonic fan. And video b- games became something huge in our house to the point where our parents had to monitor it like pretty strictly. Mm. So it would it came to the point where during like middle school and even high school, because uh, my brothers were young, my parents would be like, no video games throughout the week. And you can only play on the weekends for only an hour, an hour a day. Mm-hmm. And um, I just pretty much played like, the, like growing up all the time with my brothers and uh, Nintendo, six, uh, sorry, GameCube, Wii, um, Xbox 360, Game Boy was huge. Um, yeah, pretty much just, and then grew up, got a PC, and now we're here. Yeah. Did you ever think uh, that, like, this is something that you would end up doing, like, on a more serious professional level when you were a kid? And making money from it. Yeah. Well, not when, when, I, when I was a kid, I thought I was going to be a YouTuber. Not, not, not a gaming YouTuber. I thought I was going to be just a regular YouTuber. Okay. Like Ryan Higa. Like one of those skit YouTubers. Yeah. But uh, not, not a gaming YouTuber or a gaming person at all. Right. Which… Uh, 
funny story, by the way, involving Ronald Ponald, by the way. Okay. So, uh, so actually, I, I, I've known you guys for a long time, like a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> so when I used to watch YouTube, I used to be obsessed with like, like Daisy YouTube. I'm like, can I, can I find any Daisy YouTubers out here? Right. I come across like Hamza Arshad, you know, Hamza Productions. I come across like um, a bunch of random videos. And then this is around the time when like music, the like, parody videos were big. Yeah. I think this was around 2011. And I saw I'm Desi and I know it. Nice. For the first time. <laughs> That's when the channel first and, came out too, 2011. Yeah. I saw Desi and I know it. I was like, bro, this is hilarious. I love this. <laughs> I love this video. And then I kind of, I watched that. I think I, I, I'm not sure if I subscribed back then. I, I can't remember if I subscribed or not. Come on, but, bro. Uh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I'm looking for Desi YouTubers. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> not these ones. I may, I may have subscribed. It was probably an old channel. I probably subscribed. I don't, I don't remember. Back to but then anyways… <laughs> Fast forward to like 2017, for us, you're all over my Facebook. People are sharing this video of you, and uh, it was a it was a parody of a Cardi B song, Bodak Bodak, Bodak Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was that one. It was the one with your, with your like roommate or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. It was like all over my Facebook page. I'm like, dude, these guys are funny. And then I, that, that's when I kind of like followed you guys officially on on everything. And then um, I'm scrolling through TikTok. And then Shamir pops up on my page, right? And I don't, I don't make the link that you guys are on Oponal yet. I don't make the link. I just find Shamir, right? And then um, I follow him. And then I follow his Instagram. And then he plugs like strange flavors. And I'm like, wait a second. He's part of Rono Pono? No way! No way! It's kind of crazy how we come like full circle. Now Now we're yeah. doing a podcast with you guys. Yeah, it's, it's, wild. it's crazy. Shamir was actually the imam at my mosque. <laughs> we were trying to kick off uh, Call of Duty tournaments. Yeah. He was like, yo. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Let me be part of Ronald Pono. And that's why we're the number one rated mosque in the US. Number <laughs> <laughs> one rated, man. Beautiful. That's crazy. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo 64 was my first system, too. I came from. Pakistan and didn't know what video games were at all. Yeah. And my one of my older cousins that lives here, he showed it to me uh, and my brother. And we were going crazy. We played Super Smash uh, for the first time. Yes, dude. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we yeah, were yeah. getting heated. Like, it was bad. <laughs> we were throwing controllers at each other. And yeah. it was so fun. It was so, like… We were obsessed and we, yeah, like throughout middle school, high school. We, same route. So I, we had Nintendo 64, then GameCube. And we yeah, loved GameCube. Yeah. And it was amazing. One of my one of my things, the reason I fell off of video games um, was because I used to like playing in the same room a lot. Like we used to have friends over and like, especially with my brother, my sister, we would play on the same console. And then yeah. as soon as like we got a PS3, my brother started hogging and it was all like solo online play and all of that. Exactly. And then it just kind of yeah. like, yeah. I played online a little bit, but the the fun for me was like in the same room competition that kind of thing but i don't know i don't know if like how you guys um used to play growing up or anything or if that ever like yeah so that that was an issue growing up that's why we like we never had like xbox live or any of that because we were this three three brothers right okay and we're three of us and whenever we have that one hour window it's so precious i can't hog it up he can't mm-hmm. hog it up they can't hog it up but we got to be fair so we always ended up playing like Call of Duty split screen or like yeah. uh, NBA 2K together. We never had, and plus 
our parents wouldn't pay for it anyway. So yeah, that was like, like yeah. my dad would be like, "Oh, you have to pay for live on this one. All right, let's go with the PlayStation." Because yeah. on PS3, you didn't have yeah. to pay for live. Yeah, yeah, it was free. That was yeah, amazing. It was free on PlayStation. So do all of you guys have different systems now, or do, are they into games or no? No, yeah, they still are. Now, dude, now it's bad. I have I have a PC. My brothers have Xboxes. They they have their own Xboxes now, okay. and they play. We play whenever we want now. It's kind of, we're kind of like off the hook now. <laughs> and, do they uh, do they stream crazy. or like ever get in on your stream? Uh, a couple of times you'll see my brother come into my stream only to see how many sub subs I have. I don't know why, but he'll just come <laughs> into my stream with an exclamation mark sub count just to see like, oh, so he's making that much money? Cool. And then he just leaves. I'm like, okay. Is it, is it a little brother? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm the okay. oldest. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. He's trying to see, he's, yeah. try, he's trying to do some plotting of his own. <laughs> yeah. Try to have a side hustle going. Um, I, um, actually, no. I used to play games too, and you guys probably know nothing about like all the intense games that I used to play too. I used to play Club, Club Penguin and Toontown. Oh, that's Town. a good one. Toontown? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Memory unlocked. I remember Toontown. Wait, I remember I, Toontown. So I don't know if I'm just an idiot, but like anytime I would go on Toontown, I didn't know how to like play. It was just like... You like enter random screen. places. Yeah. It was just so many like menu screens and stuff. And I you would had to it. pay for it though, right? You had to pay for two towns. Is that what it was? I don't think so. Because <laughs> I had something similar, but I only had the free trial. And I couldn't get past like Am I the thinking first world. It's, it's Toontown, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because they would have commercials on um, like on oh, yeah. something. And I I, it would always say like, make sure you get your parents' permission. Yeah, then, I used yeah. to be on Toontown. You know what? It was actually my homegirl. I think maybe she told me to download something, but I I don't think I was paying for anything back then. Like I don't have, I didn't have a credit $100 card. $100 on your dad's credit card. No, but back then my dad wouldn't even let me use it. Like, like he thought using a card anywhere, not in person was sketchy. Oh yeah, for not sure. Not even like on, an, like to, nothing. You no. could not buy Paying anything online. Paying online for stuff like that was. It was like, yo, no like, way. oh, that's dangerous. They're going to steal my credit card information. Yeah. So I definitely didn't pay for it, but I was on Toontown all the time. Yeah. Do you guys remember Webkins? No. It's Nobody? those little toys That's and you have a little right? Yeah. yeah. My my friends would always get Webkins and I was so jealous as a kid because my parents would never buy them for me. Yeah. Is it like <laughs> Neopets? Um, no. But it's like physical. Like you have to buy Webkins. these actual like and Then you the can take care toys. of them online, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. So like you create them online and then they ship you like a real a creation of what like they, they ship you like what you created online. And then you like feed it online, and like you yeah, that take, sounds take expensive. Care of it online. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my parents never bought me Webkins, man. Only like oh. I feel like the only people around me whose parents would like buy them stuff like that was like my white friends. Like <laughs> yeah, m- like yeah. none of yeah. us like brown people were ever being bought stuff like that at all. Never. Never. Mm-hmm. But I used to like sneak over my friend's shoulder and be like, what you playing over here? <laughs> my same, my same white friends, they'd, they'd have phones by the age of like 9, 10. And I, I, I waited until like 14 to have my first phone. Okay, relax. I'm a, I'm I was 18. No, I'm s- I was 17. Really? Yeah, 17? I was, it, was my, it was like my, okay, I lied. I was 15. It was my sophomore oh. in high school. But it, and the only reason I got it was because I was staying after school and I needed a method of calling them to pick me up. And they reminded me of that for three years. I had a Pantech Duo. Yo, Pantech. My first two phones were Pantech something. Yeah, and it would slide sideways and then it would slide up too. So you'd have like a okay, double see, keyboard. That's that's way more advanced than what I had. <laughs> I had, I, dude, I straight up, you know those Nokia phones you get in Pakistan with like a snake on them? Dude, that's the one I had. That's, that's the one I had. That's what I had. <laughs> Wait, what how, I had. How, older, how old are you? 
I was how old, am, how old am I now? Yeah. Twenty-three. How did how was your phone a Nokia if I was twenty-six and my you did get a phone at nine ten then? <laughs> no, no, I didn't get a phone at nine ten. You had a Nokia in like Yes, yes, I had it because I was living in Saudi Arabia at this time. Oh that's okay, that's okay, probably, okay. that's why. I was so like people, people had what are those uh, that's like an iPhone X then. What those uh, <laughs> people had sidekicks by then yeah, and Blackberries and oh. you had a Nokia? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I had a Nokia. <laughs> the, the sidekick, the chocolate, the razor, the razor. those were all like yeah. hype phones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, my mom had the chocolate. Sony oh Ericsson. That was hype. Yeah. Oh my God. And if you had a Blackberry, that was just like business. Big yeah. business. Yeah. Like, in your, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was like Blackberry was equivalent wild. of being like really big on LinkedIn back then, I feel like. <laughs> if you had a Blackberry. You guys, you guys remember how hype the iPhone 4 release was? Yeah, iPhone dude. 4, like I think still, it's probably like the most hype, like for its time. Because yeah. it went from iPhone four was the one that they went flat, right? They went they went flat, and that was the first time they like they ditched AT and T and went to Verizon, okay, as well. And then they had iPhone four. They had FaceTime was introduced in iPhone four. Right. Wow, remember? And it was like super hype, and everyone was like, "Dude, iPhone four. <laughs> yeah, think- iPhone was like way out of the you know picture yeah. for me. I was like, "That's not even." A I question. think that was my first phone after the Pantech was that phone. Damn. And I had it for 30, less than 30 days and it got stolen oh. in school. And it was because a teacher told me that I wasn't allowed to take it with me into the theater room. She forced me to leave my bag and somebody saw her force me and they stole it. And three kids got on the same like wavelength and were like, okay, if I sell this phone, I'll split up the money with you. Damn. And I found out through like one of the people because they never got paid the money that who it was snitched yeah but the whole thing was was the person they sold it to had been messaging me on facebook for a week being like hey did you ever find your phone like i heard you lost it and all that stuff snake i know and then i screenshotted all the stuff and took it to the school security and the crazy thing is the kid who stole it lives literally up the street from me like four houses down and they have the same like address as me except for street number so we get all their mail and they get all of our mail and so till this day, there's so much tension because I forced the parents to come into the security office because their son stole my phone. To this Is day. Phone to this day, yeah. Till this day, like we had phones drop off. Like my brother ordered brand new iPhones from my mm-hmm. sister-in-law. And instead of delivering it here, my brother got a notification saying it delivered. So I ran outside, wasn't there. Mm. So I start running down the block to go to their house and two brand new iPhones are sitting on their doorstep. I was like, what a coincidence is that first he stole my iPhone in high school and now my <laughs> iPhones are being sent to his house. Damn. Did you what get your a, iPhone back, the iPhone 4? No, no, I had to buy yeah. a brand new one. Like w- my parents and my brother were so upset, but I think we got lucky with insurance back then. If it got stolen, it was like a $200 deductible or something like that. Gotcha. But it was a huge deal back then. Yeah, that's that's wild. Speaking of snakes, um, <laughs> you know, that that game Snake remains my favorite game of all time. That was an amazing game. <laughs> what is what was, is your guys' favorite game of all time? Hassan, I want to hear from you. Uh, Like video game, favorite video game of all time? Well, I mean, just, just take into account, I'm saying Snake is my favorite game of all time. So I guess digital 
<clears throat> game. Yeah. Right? Because that's a video game, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You mean you mean like you mean so like if you're getting into specific, like favorite video game of all time, that's mm-hmm. Sonic Adventure 2 for me. Okay. But if you mean like you mean like on the phone, like phone games? I guess overall. Is that what yeah. you mean? Like overall. Yeah. Overall, yeah, it has to be Sonic. It has to be a Sonic game. Sonic Adventure 2. I'm a huge Sonic fan. Okay. Like mm-hmm. like Snake for me, I could never get bored of. It's Even so now? addictive. Yeah. I play it still. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what do so you play fun. it on? What do you just, uh, <laughs> I, just <laughs> have app? I just search up Snake on Google and go- click whatever happens. What? Why? Do you know the game? <laughs> yeah, Where of course. It keeps getting bigger. Who doesn't know the game? It's such a simple concept, but like it's so addicting. Oh, the same same I think sort of Pong idea. Pong is better. No. Yeah. No. No, no. Snake is way better than Wait, what did you say? <laughs> There's another one. There's another one. It's called Fish or Fishy. It's a similar concept where you're you start out as a really tiny fish and then you have to keep eating fish that are smaller than you and get bigger. Mm-hmm. That one, like my entire high school uh like time was basically sitting on the computer and playing fish and letting the time pass by. Mm, that you know what we used to do in high school? In high school, did you do you guys know what Agario is or agar.io? No. No. No, oh, none of you guys know what that is. Uh, it's like, it's kind of like fishy what you're explaining, but okay. you're like, it's like an online like web browser game and people can join in the lobby and you're like a small blob and you need to eat other blobs to get bigger. Okay. And okay. it's sort of like that, but you basically compete against other people. But in school, yeah. we'd have like during class, because we had to bring our computers to class. Um, we'd have just have lobbies of that running the entire class. Games like that are just always so fun because it's just like it's endless and it's it's simple. Like there was those types of games that are like I think they're called tower defense, but like there was Bloons yeah. Tower Defense. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. game was so hype. Do you know what that is? I know what that is, but I never played it. You like you is, have so. balloons coming in mm-hmm. to this like maze basically, and you set up different like towers. Like one is throwing um, bows and one is throwing like bombs, and there's different types of balloons. That game, I don't know why I like games like that. Oh my god! If I no, so, so do I. If I streamed, like that's what I would do. Snake people, do, dude. Balloons has a huge, huge viewer base. I think like people are what dedicated does? to that game. Balloons, okay. Tower defense, okay. Yeah. Shami, can you people do that actually, one time on your stream? I'm telling I'll you, probably be too bored. No, Hassan, tell him, tell him. That's not Hold a boring on. game. Balloons Tower Defense is so hype because it requires strategy. Oh my god. I like okay, worms. I Have you ever played worms? Has, I lied. Is that like snake? It it's sounds he said similar actually to tower it's defense. like the least played game on <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, no, nobody's doing it yet. It's I a lied. niche market. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm about to take all your G Fuel sponsorships. <laughs> Let me hit up Dequad. <laughs> you should go for it. Go for it, dude. <laughs> no. Shami, what was your what's your all-time favorite? My all-time favorite uh, is I don't know if you guys heard, I don't know, Amber, if you heard, but uh, Halo 3. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, yeah, Halo is one. Favorite. Yeah, we all heard Beyonce song, Halo. <laughs> <laughs> I was too little when it was like, because um, especially playing it with older people that, like Xbox was yeah, for yeah. the older kids, yeah. I feel. And we were yeah, like yeah, stuck with like the 64, the GameCube. Yeah. And so I was always bad at it. And I always hated yeah. that, but it was fun. Well, you guys know I have an uncle. Yeah, Hadi. So he would play uh, Halo 3 and then he would let me, you could like do a like local multiplayer, but mm-hmm. online. Yeah. So we would go in together online. I would be like the oh. gunner. And he actually told a story in the podcast. But like I would be in the gunner and like I would shoot. And he's like, I was actually better than him because uh, I would Jed. always play. But nice. it was just so, it was like a That's fun so cool. uncle and uh, nephew moment, you know. That's fine. That is really yeah. cute. What's yours? That's Denver? so cool. Ooh, uh, all time. I don't like, I'm boring now. I like playing sorting games. 
Um, What's a sorting? Like, like this? Candy Crush? What no, it? it's like there's like eight test tubes and there's all the balls are all mixed up in different colors and you need to like put all the same color into the test tube, but Isn't you can do it really us? quickly. That's what I was about to say. Is that among <laughs> us? <laughs> no, but that's now because I'm I'm boring and I don't really play games like that. I think my favorite. Yeah, but you're doing meth. That's Breaking Bad. <laughs> no, it's like I'll show you. It's called it's called sorting or sort them. But um, my favorite back then was this game called Pac Sun. It was Pac Man, except you would uh, wherever the Pac Man would go. You had to cut it off before an enemy would attack you. And when it, when you'd cut it off, you've taken off that space and it's no longer available to the enemies. No? This sounds complicated. I've not heard of that. No, it's yeah. really easy. It's literally like Snake I, except Pac-Man and, and cutting off territory. No, that is not Snake. You've never played Snake before. I did. Listen, I used to spend so much time every single day. I would play that game for hours and hours and hours. And then every day I'd start back from level zero again. Paxson, like the store at the mall. I've never did. That's what I thought when you guys first said Paxson. I, no, I don't even like Paxson. Paxson. Okay. Yeah, Pac-Man was one of those I never got into. Are are any of your are any of your guys' moms like really good at Candy Crush? No, there's a lot of like desi people who yeah. love Candy Crush. Wait, why? They love my mom is one of them. Candy Crush. She, your mom's like, one of them? <laughs> bro, I opened her phone. And I opened Candy Crush and she's like level 2000. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I'm like playing on her and she's like, don't play it. You're rude. You, you'll waste my lives. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because like Yo. Candy Crush, you can only play for like a limited time, right? Until yeah. you buy more lives or whatever. She's you, like, you walk, you walk in her sorry. room at the wrong time. You're going to catch her on the stream. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. She's man. streaming she'll Candy Crush on her own. Yeah, she has her own. Uh, holiday sponsorship. <laughs> she's she's sponsored by Sean Masala. <laughs> um, Hassan, this has been so much fun. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to keep in touch and and you know definitely uh, continue to watch yeah. your journey. And definitely, we wish you the best of luck. Wait, I've one everything. question before. Yeah. Um, this is just like a inspirational for like any of the kids um, that either want to be creators or like into gaming. You know, when people say like. Growing up, um, my parents would be like, oh, gaming's not going to do anything for you. Uh, clearly, it has done something for you. Uh, what would you say to those kids or maybe those parents that maybe want to make this a career or something like that? Dude, okay, as cliche as this sounds, don't never give up. If you have, if you have a dream and you have a goal, no one can stop you as long as you have the right mindset to do it. I've had people, I'm not even joking, dude. I've had people told me to just stop, quit, because you're not going to make it. I've had people say that before. And I've had people be like, dude, you're, you're so delusional for thinking you're going to be, you know how lucky you need to be to have this many followers, blah, 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 blah. Literally, it's just all about being an independent person and not giving up and just focusing on your goals. As long as your intention is there, you're going to make it. Mm. How much of that is practicality, though? Does that play a factor into like, you know, are you good? Like, you know, if, for example, if a kid is, has a dream of being a basketball player in the NBA, but is like clearly just not the physique, uh, you know, doesn't, doesn't hold up. Mm -hmm. Like how much does practicality factor into it besides just follow your dreams? How much does practicality fall into it? I mean, you, you obviously have to be good at it too. You have right. to, yeah. I, I, see, this is what this, this gets tricky to answer, right? Because you kind of put it into a scenario where it's like, well, there's a kid who wants to be in the NBA, but 
he's trash at basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he, if he puts the work in, no one's saying he's not going to make it. If he puts in the gym like five hours a day, yeah. I, mean, I guess he could make it. You never know. But I mean, just practice. If, if you really want, people who really, really want it will be up late at night. They, they'll, they'll sacrifice sleep. They will sacrifice social life. They will sacrifice what they have to, mm. to make it. And I've done that. I literally, when I started my journey, my, so, my social circle cut down so small. And people will be like, yo, you want to go out? I'm like, no, nah, I'm streaming. It's like two viewers at the time. They're like, bro, who are you streaming to? I'm like, dude, I may have like two viewers, but this is what I want to do. I'm not going to go out this night. I'm not going to go out tonight. I'm not going to go yeah. to this function or event or whatever. People still make fun of me for it too. Like we go to, like they asked me to go to volleyball. I'm like, nah, I got to stream. It's like, dude, you're streaming? There's volleyball happening. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm sorry, dude. Damn. Do you, do you I'm ever like uh, have FOMO? Dude. I mean, I love what I do. So not really. Like, mm. I love being on stream. I love playing video games. So if, I, if I'm if i going to volleyball, I have FOMO of not streaming. Does that make sense? Got it. Yeah. <laughs> You're missing yeah. out on that. That's mm-hmm. awesome, man. Uh, again, congratulations on everything you've accomplished so far. Thank you. Definitely yeah. good Thank luck you. going forward. We have one last question for you before you leave. This is Strange Flavor. So Amber, you want to ask him our last question? Yes. Um, you can probably take inspo from behind you. But if you could describe yourself as any flavor, what would it be and why? If I could describe myself as any flavor, what would it be and why? Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you say G Fuel, I'm going to find Dequat myself and chain him down. <laughs> There's so many flavors of G Fuel. so That is true. But I'm thinking a way like trying to mix my personality into yeah, it. Yes, you know? of course. So, 100%. Your journey, your Pakistani, American. I love mangoes. Okay. Pakistan has, has the best mangoes. So I'm going to have to put a mango flavor. Mango has to be a part of the flavor. Okay. Okay. And um, mm, it has to be mango something. Mango. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm also proudly. Okay. Hold on. Go ahead. Me, yeah. Figure it out. What's a good American flavor you would say? Something American. Barbecue. <laughs> mango barbecue. <laughs> mango barbecue. Mango Let's habanero? I don't know. Burgers, hamburgers. Let's go for the mango barbecue. Okay, so equally your your Pakistani and American side. Yeah, so I'm I'm mango barbecue. Yeah. Nice. Bar- mango barbecue. Hus- Who knows huck. how that tastes? Or is it the hus huck? <laughs> Yeah, Dude, no, hashtag, hashtag, yeah. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> hashtag. And shout out, shout out um, all your stuff. We'll link it below, but like where can people primarily catch you and follow you? Uh, primarily just, it's the Hasak on all socials. Everything. YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, everything. Instagram, the Hasak. And, mm-hmm. and um, when can they catch your streams on Twitch? Uh, every weekday from 12 p.m. to 3. Awesome. To 3 p.m. Awesome. Go say what's up to him uh, when, whenever he's streaming. And Hassan, thank you again for uh, being on our yeah. podcast. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. And for everybody listening, it's been another week. Another flavor. A little less stranger. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>